you're listening to the Fearless Business Podcast. You're in the best place to learn about how to grow a business, get more clients, and make more money without fears and limitations, all while having fun in the process. Robin Waite is the founder of Fearless Business, a business accelerator helping coaches, consultants, and freelancers double their income and more. Now here's your host, Robin Waite. Welcome back, everybody. It is the next episode of the Fearless Business Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Waite, the Fearless Business Coach, and I'm really pleased to welcome our guest on today. I, I always worry about pronouncing your, same, your name now, but I think I've had enough practice. Uvi.corn. Perfect. There we go. <laughs> Wonderful. Hi, Robin. Good to see you again. <laughs> so Uvi is um, known as the Lifestyle Liberator and has delivered over 15,000 coaching sessions worldwide in the last 12 years. And we're going to be digging into, um, well, A, how you managed to achieve such a monumental milestone, uh, but also understanding you have something called the secret vitality formula um, and a couple of other principles, which you're going to be sharing with us today. But Uvi, it's such a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Welcome. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure being on your podcast. Really, I love it. So we we have a lot of um, listeners out there who are in the coaching mm-hmm. space, and um, mm-hmm. you know, I'll I'll kick this off by offering that actually, as a coach, you know, a relatively experienced coach myself, doing a two hour coaching session is relatively energetic, isn't it? You know, you've got to be on fire, and in order to be able to um, offer valuable insights to your clients and things like that. But you've done 15,000 two-hour coaching sessions, which is absolutely extraordinary. So I'd, I'd love to know, like, because there must be, how do you organize that? How, how do you deliver them? How do you book them? Like, all of those things. <laughs> Where to start here, right? right. <laughs> no, no. I think um, it, it's assumed that it's a, it's a lot and it's a lot of energy goes into a two-hour session. And I tell you, none of my clients ever complain about being in a two-hour session. And, you know, for me, from my experience, it's, uh, you know, I'm just doing what I love to do. So for me, it's uh, energizing. So being in, in such a two-hour session for me is kind of like the normal. So it's, it's, it's not uh, exaggerated, you know. And if I have also uh, kind of like the fine-tuning for myself after uh, these, these many uh, hours that I know when two, we're, we're close to the two-hour um, um to the two hours end and uh, I just realized okay so we're coming to a close and so looking at the watch oh yes it's two hours already and how I managed it is you know I was lucky enough when uh, 12 years ago I actually you know I was you know there's this quote from uh, Mark Twain uh, the two most important days in your life are the day when you're born and the day you find out why and I you know, experienced my second most important day of my life 12 years ago uh, when I realized, well, Uwe, why don't you just uh, allow yourself to be a coach? And in that moment, you know, internally, it just made click. And I was kind of like, that was my identity. And from that on, I was just on that path to uh, do as many uh, coaching hours as I did. And at the beginning, I was lucky and fortunate enough to work in an, in an academy in Berlin where uh, I was, uh, you know, coming back to uh, my former 
coach who trained me and he was becoming director of that academy. And uh, so I was lucky enough to be there when I made the decision to consciously, you know, become that coach that I'm supposed to be and why I'm here and, and to, to deliver and to have right from the get-go coaching hour after coaching hour. I had so much training and the supervision also uh, in, in these early years. And uh, so I was really fortunate enough to really kick this off on the, on the well, so to speak, on the right foot. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very practical um, question, which I'm going to ask next, because I mean, that obviously to manage 15,000 sessions and all of the, the clients, which that entails, and some of them probably have had more than what, you know, several coaching sessions or uh, for example, but how do you manage your 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 time? How do you how do you kind of get every you know what systems do you use? Is it just a paper diary and you just put people in manually, like, or are you, are you up there with sort of the technologies that are available to us, you know, to, uh, uh, you know nowadays? Well, I think the the one of the one part of the thing is that uh, I only do one hour coaching uh, coachings. Uh, my business, I'm planning to create a hybrid version uh, upcoming next year. Uh, but for now, it was just always uh, these one on one hour, hour session, uh, two hour sessions. And to manage that, well, essentially you have to take care because when you are really loving what you do, you really have to take care of yourself. So it's kind of like I follow the rule to you know, not work on weekends and stuff. I did this in the beginning. So it's kind of like you really get close to the edge and like, no, 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 no. You have to take care of yourself. And so it's really about taking care of yourself and being aware that uh, um, even if you feel energized doing that, in my case, and I help my clients to feel, you know, to get energizing results for themselves and uh, showing them how to do it as I did it. But essentially, it's really like taking good care of yourself, um, eating healthy food, um, exercise, uh, which I could do a little bit more, but uh, honestly, but it's really kind of like, you know, when you, I just, you know, I won't do, for example, I won't do Friday meetings because I want to have Friday to just slowly go into the weekend have the two days over the weekend, maybe if we could travel again, you know, um, traveled for, for the weekend and uh, then come back on Monday and having only small tasks. The big tasks only are around Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. So those are the days that are totally stacked. <laughs> I really go from sometimes seven, in the, seven o'clock in the morning my time because of time zones of course you know you have all these uh, uh, different uh, countries uh, around the world and then it goes sometimes until uh, 10 p.m or so but um, you really have a good night's sleep over these three days and uh, then you just really look forward to friday because it's friday <laughs> so. yeah no I, I totally get that a good friend a friend of mine has actually written a book martin norbury called um i don't work fridays it's, it's actually fantastic and i i follow similar sorts of principles it's um it's it's the one day where i i um i mean i i do a lot of the school drop-offs but it's the one day of the week where i go and pick the girls up early so i get a nice sort of early finish on a friday afternoon to spend with the family but um mm. and then one of the nice things about the story which you've or, or the story that the way you've just kind of encapsulated that about it being um 
how you get your vitality, your own vitality is through running a business in a way that kind of um, fills you up, that doesn't empty you out, Um, which obviously is very closely linked to your own um, vitality formula, so which you teach your clients. So tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about that. Well, I thought I I bring it to the fearless business podcast, definitely. And uh, you know, in in business, as also in most uh, lifestyles, uh, the secret vitality formula is something I can just easily teach with you. And uh, if 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 you don't mind, uh, you know, taking you uh, to to do it with me together, is that okay? Please do. Yeah, absolutely. All Let's right. do it. So okay, so you know. Well, one of the biggest issues you would agree is fear. And I always ask my clients at one point, so can you imagine a scale? And I let them draw a line. And on the left side of the scale is fear. And then I ask, what is on the other side of that scale? So, Robin, what do you think is on the other side of fear? Oh, that's a powerful question. Okay. Um, do you know, I, I'll be very honest. The first word which came to my mind was success. Wonderful. But we go for something uh, different because we're going to continue that. But excellent. I know you're targeting towards success. Absolutely. So, well, it is trust. Ah, okay. So, On the one side, you have fear, and then on the other side, you have trust. Then I asked them to imagine where they are right now in this very moment on that scale. So everybody who's listening in right now, just imagine on that scale, where are you right now on that scale? Closer to fear or closer to trust or just right in the middle? So Robin, where are you right now? I'm probably just edging a little bit towards trust, I would say. Okay, so more, more towards the middle, uh, towards trust. Yeah. Got it. Okay, so now imagine below there is another line, but this time it's an arrow that starts from the left where the fear is and goes to the right. Now the left side gets a zero and the right side gets the infinity symbol. You know, that's the eight that is lying on the side. Right? Makes sense. Okay. So then I ask, how is this second line, the arrow, related to the one above that goes from fear to trust? Just name it. What's what do you what do you think is it, Robin? With the relationship between the two. Yeah. So what is it? How do how would you call the second line with the arrow? So for me, they're running in parallel at the moment. They're running alongside one another. Exactly. So what is it? What, how would you name it? What's the, what's the headline? Um, uh, so the, the first word that comes to my mind is synergy, like synchronicity. That, almost, like almost, almost, almost. It's great. You, I love what you're saying. So, well, it's energy. Cool. So that means every time you feel you're closer to fear, you lose energy. Uh, And every time you decide to trust, you gain energy. It's simple, right? Yeah. And I call this the secret vitality formula. And it's, you know, just put it out. It's E for, uh, for energy equals T for trust minus F for fear. So the, the, the formulas E equals T minus F. 
Nice. I love it. So uh, it's, and, and it's what, what's nice is that I think there's a lot of people in the coaching space who overcomplicate things. And I, I love the fact that there's so much depth to that formula, but it's also very simple in many respects as well. It's easy to remember. So that's, that's ace. Well, is there a, um, just out of curiosity, whilst we're talking about that, is there somewhere where somebody can actually go through that process themselves? Absolutely. Just go to my website. It's www.uvedakhorn.com. It's U-W-E-D-O-C-K-H-O-R-N.com. Nice. I've shared so, a copy of, I've shared the link in the show notes as well. So hopefully anybody can go and jump excellent. onto that and have a, have a look at the formula and, and work out what their, their version of the formula is and plot themselves on those lines. And presumably is that, that's, um, you also talk about the three foundational principles of the AIM system. Is that sort of based around similar principles or is that different? No, it's uh, the, the, the three foundational principles are there, you know, for my uh, AIM system, my program. Essentially, these uh, foundational principles exist, you know, um, no matter what happens, because sometimes the, the process uh, changes, but these foundational principles don't change. And I talk a lot about this in uh, my regular webinars. And uh, if uh, folks go to my site, uvedakon.com, they can find always on the hello bar up there when the next one uh, is coming up. So they can uh, just sign there. There's nothing to buy. You know, you don't need your credit card. It's just a simple and pure demonstration of how I help my clients with. And so these three foundational principles um, I think we only have maybe time for one. Um, so uh, the 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 first one is, uh, and you. Let me, I, I want you to decide which which one I should uh, explain <laughs> here, if that's okay with you. So the first one is there is no reality. Oh, let's just go with that. I'm. What the second one is? The second one is elephant thinking effect. Oh, no, no, I've got to choose. I should have just gone with the first one. And the third one is don't walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> oh, oh, the elephant one. Let's go with the elephant one. The elephant one. Okay, yeah. so it's a little story. Um, did you ever wonder why elephants, when you see them in a zoo, never try to escape? Well, me too. So imagine we're in Africa and there's an elephant family with uh, little elephant babies and the babies are about to be hijacked by criminals. And suddenly they attack and they grab, grab the baby elephants. But, you know, the criminals, they're too strong and well organized. They carry the babies away. So you get this feeling, feeling that they can't move. They're holding them tight and the babies are scared, confused and screaming, what's going on? I can't move. I can't. And they put each, uh, each of them in a box. It's dark and they're frightened as hell. And after weeks, they open the box. They have been sold to a circus. The circus tamer is grabbing and holding them again. They feel they can't run away. So every time they try to escape, they experience the same outcome and feel, I can't move, I can't. And even after decades, they still believe, I can't. Today, well, they have been sold to a zoo, for example, and somewhere beside them, there's a rope or a shackle. It's not even around their leg. It's just laying there. So they could easily run away to escape. But what do they do? They just stay. Yeah. They stay. And why is that? So what do you think, Robin? Why, why is that they stay? Because uh, they, they don't know that there's another universe out there where they could walk away. Exactly. So they have allowed themselves to become conditioned. 
And that's what I call the elephant thinking effect. So, you know, look, there are moments in your past where you have what feels like an extraordinary incident. And in your confusion, you reacted and programmed yourself with thoughts that start uh, like, I don't trust or I don't belong. And there are thousands of others, of course. And it's not in your consciousness any longer. It's in your subconsciousness up until today. And it keeps you still away from having, doing, being, feeling, overcoming, achieving or succeeding whatever you want. Because you still believe something like, I can't. And here's why it is important. So if you're tired of getting rid of your false beliefs for years or even decades, just think about the time and enormous amounts of energy that this elephant thinking effect will take away from you daily. So, and you know, if you want to change your behavior in your relationship and or life, you know, without even the awareness of the elephant thinking effect, you will fail over and over again. So, and typically, you know, this elephant thinking effect is connected to your daily life and behavior. And that would be revealed in the, th in the third one, in the uh, don't walk like an Egyptian. But, you know, folks can uh, join me on uh, to, to get the other two foundational principles uh, on, on a webinar. And actually, the next one is coming up uh, on uh, September 21st. Nice. Excellent. We'll make sure that we include a link to that as well. Um, Thank you. Just, um, just explain to everybody as well, because probably it, it may not be immediately clear, but um, just explain to everybody, who's, who do you typically tend to sort of work with? What, what, who's your ideal client and um, how, how, do you, how do you work? What sort of things do you help them sort of work through? Well, um, essentially, you know, um, I started working with uh, business owners, executives, C-suite and uh, medical professionals. So what I realized over time is that from the perspective of their spouses or life partners, they're feeling more and more abandoned and asking themselves, what about me? What's the next step in my career? They feel they're down here and their partner is too often up here. And this is simply not a good and healthy relationship, right? So what also differentiates me is that I will coach both partners individually and uh, bring them, you know, with their results together in evaluation sessions. Well, I should say more like falling back in love sessions so that they can level up to have that eye to eye intimacy again that they love so much. And by the way, you know, um, so the, they regain their independence within their relationship first. And then second, they uh, rediscover their deeper connection and are ready to upgrade their relationship to an interdependent status where both of them cherish and honor their individual independencies. So, but what is even more important uh, is that you see the VIPs, as I call them, the very important partners in their life, not only want to provide emotionally for their family, they also want to provide financially. And that's why my promise to my clients is to get back their family mojo, double their financial security and living in abundance in all areas of their life without feeling guilty or constantly questioning themselves. So and essentially, you know, um, the double the financial security, it's not about the numbers, but typically I help these VIPs, the very important partners, 
to, to regain their confidence in becoming an entrepreneur, to start their business and contribute to the family. So it's not a nominal contribution, it's more qualitative contribution uh, to their family. Very nice. And it, you say that with an incredible amount of um, sort of depth uh, in terms of power and um, that you give to that as well. Because so I can't, I can imagine what it would be like to be going through a coaching process with you around those sorts of things. I'm interested to know a little bit about sort of um, uh, Uvi behind the scenes as well. So you, you mentioned about a moment 12 years ago when you kind of stepped into the coaching space. But I, I mean, ov obviously you only look about 30 years old, Uvi, but there was obviously a life before that as well. So where, where, where what did you do um, prior to that sort of moment of clarity which you had and that I always believe that coaches also help clients as well with things that they were challenged with at some point in their past too and that's how we get that depth of understanding so tell us a little yeah. bit about sort of your background and how you got into um, coaching in the first place yeah thank you for the compliment I take it <laughs> um, but let's be honest so um, and if it's okay I would like to go a little bit deeper because um, you know it's it, it's not all uh, uh, gold and roses at all and you see uh, talking about uh, my story um, six days before Christmas 2016 uh, my mother died and I became the last remaining member of my close family so can you imagine the full understanding of what is truly important in life that is held in a moment like that right yeah. so she was the one that brought me into this world. And I always cherished that I was there for her, holding her hands when she left. And I loved my family and it was my safe haven, just like a campfire that you can come to and feel totally comfortable around and just be part of a family. It wasn't always like this. As a young boy, I was sexually abused and told no one. I relied on that safe haven of family until I lost two very important members, my uncle when I was 16 and my father when I was 23. And, you know, and, and just something broke inside of me. And I started to believe my family has given up on me. I distanced myself from the rest of them, even my mother, because I didn't tell her I, I couldn't. You know, I didn't feel comfortable telling anyone what I was going through. And when I looked around, I thought everyone else had it together and it was me not coping. So after the death of my uncle and my dad, I tried everything to compensate for this big hole inside of me where my family used to be. But nothing worked. So I became isolated, separated from friends. I lost my job, was overwhelmed physically, emotionally exhausted and felt there was no reason for being in this world. I was convinced that I could not feel anything. And the truth was, I didn't feel anything. I was just numb. And that's when I found myself on the edge of a bridge. And I remember it was a crystal clear but bitterly cold winter night. And I was watching the stars, breathing cold air in and out. And I could see my breath. 
I slowly leaned forward. I let go. But at that moment, something happened. While everything else was pitch black inside and out, I saw a tiny little light inside me. And then I felt it. Something sitting right under my nose. And because I hadn't been able to feel it, I couldn't perceive it. For the very first time since my father had died five years before that, I felt something inside me and it drew me back. And that night, I learned the most important lesson. And it took me more than 20 years of continuous personal development to create my AIM system, my proprietary work that can create lasting results in people in eight hours or less. It's like on the bridge that night. You know, the secret that nobody, almost nobody in the industry of transformation and health is focusing on. Letting go is only 50% of the equation. Without the other half of the equation, letting go leaves you in free fall. So, what if I tell you the other 50% after you let go is to feel, perceive and let in what is already there? It's like a muscle, like letting go and letting in. It's a two-part mechanism and it happens at the same time always. You see, we are so focused on letting go that we miss the opportunity to consciously bring in what is there in that very moment to help you to get into action and do things differently. So for the first time since my father had died, I felt something inside me on that bridge and it drew me back from jumping. And I made myself a promise 27 years or longer ago that I'm still keeping today is helping other people to learn this. And it's kind of like breathing, breathing in and breathing out. Letting go is like breathing something out of your system and letting in is like breathing in what is already there from your system. And both are connected. So can you see how important to understand letting go and letting in is for your well-being? So, and it's a mechanism to support you to achieve energizing results daily. Wow. Um, I want to just take a moment just to say thank you. So and acknowledge you for sharing what you just shared with us as well, because um, it's funny because a lot of people really struggle to kind of tell those really deeply sort of personal stories. And um, you've not only done that, but you've left us with an incredibly powerful message as well. And um, it's, it's hard not to listen to that and go dig a little bit deeper in, in yourself and find something mm. to connect with in that story. And um, so thank you for sharing that. I, I hugely appreciate you doing that. And um, I think as well, um, it's, it's, I, one of the things which I always find interesting about the coaching space is there are coaches who have things in their past which really define them and they bring that in as like a superpower in the coaching which they deliver and I feel you've done that and there's other coaches who are still still trying to let go of something um they desperately want to be the coach that they want to be and I think there's if that's just unlocked now just one person listening or watching listening to this or watching this if that's just unlocked your superpower then Uvi's done his magic and done his work on you I think 
Um, uh, but I found that incredibly inspiring. So thank you. My pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you, Rowan. Shifting gears slightly, what, what are you working on at the moment? Well, as I said, I'm uh, doing these, uh, I hate to, to call them webinars because they're really more like demonstrations. Uh, and so it's really kind of like what I, what I, what I mentioned earlier. They, uh, folks can, can join them where I go into all the other f foundation principles, but I really show also how I help my clients to achieve, uh, uh, to get back their family mojo. As an example, there's this, uh, a couple in, in, in Austria, for example. And, uh, you know, Stefan, he came to me after his second burnout and, you know, he, he just told me, um, along the lines, Uwe, you supported me to have more success in the job, but to work less, gain more money and to find out what is important to me in life, me and my family. And so I'm always kind of like attuned to that. And, uh, so, that's kind of like the the ongoing project i really want to to spread the word to help more people as i said uh next year there's going to be a hybrid version uh where which is uh, not uh, only one-on-one -on -one. there will be one-on-one -on -one involved uh of course it's going to be very exclusive and i'm also planning to do and you hear it here first i'm gonna have a big summit to which i want to uh, invite you and all my my podcast uh um guests uh to that summit and so here's my invitation for you robin ah amazing well gratefully accepted so thank you sure. um uh we've we've very sadly we've come to the end already Ufi. i mean that's oh, yeah. the time's passed so quickly time flies when you're having fun as they say here if you're in the uk i don't know if we say that anywhere else but um i've uh, got two two final questions for you so we've um you've you've mentioned um about the the webinar but if somebody does want to connect with you how can they find you again it's on uvedakorn.com just go to my website there's also you know you can uh, join the, the the demonstration it's an easy link there or you can just uh, book a chat with me so just uh, go there click that uh and uh, you know you just be forwarded and so people can uh join and uh, book a chat with me Awesome. And then final question. So we're going to hop into the fearless business time machine now. And oh, yeah. uh, you get to punch in the date into my DeLorean um, and decide which year we're going to go back to Inuve.corn's past. And you're going to have a, a word with him. So which year is it and what are you going to say to him? Well, um, I would go back to that moment on that bridge, uh, but I will go to that um, moment after I went back from that bridge you know really when i i just you know i cried for half an hour there you know just but in that moment i would just lay my arm around myself and say all good well done just trust in yourself oh we become good yeah so we went all the way over to trust then exactly now we're here on the trust side yeah of things wow, right. very powerful normally i summarize it uh with more words than that but i think that was just really succinct in terms of what you said there so that's awesome um uvi it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for coming on to the fearless business podcast folks do go and check out the webinar um uvi does some amazing work with the um with the individuals and the couples that he works with uh and and even if you um i definitely recommend checking out his website as well there's several resources on there which you can dive into so uh once again uvi Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Pleasure's mine, definitely. Thank you, Robin. Mm -hmm.